ladies and gentlemen. It's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al Pie del Cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> Good morning, boys and girls. It is a beautiful Monday morning. Well, not actually not so much here in Madrid. It is raining cats and dogs outside. Oh, how was your weekend, Natch? Good, thank you. <laughs> did you uh, did you do anything? Did you do anything special? No, no, no. no. Oh, nice. Did you catch up on some TV? No, tampoco. <laughs> really? No. What does no. a what does a weekend of doing nothing look like for the Natch? Well, you always have to do things with kids and mm. go to the park and take them to the mines, drop them off, yes. <laughs> bring them back, wash them off for the next fourteen-hour shift. I get ya. Must be so difficult. Must be so difficult. Me neither, man. I um I went over to Izzy's house, spent the weekend there, played some video games, did some research for a video I'm going to make, and that was it. I did have a fascinating discussion with um with Izzy's dad. He's an um he worked in the banking sector, but his um his career was in or his carrera, not his career. His um his official studies was in economics. So we had a big kind of talk about um, the future, the future of uh, of the economy in a, in a post AI world. It was fascinating. He's very a lot more optimistic than I am, but it was a fascinating discussion. Um, the fruits of which will all appear soon in a video that I'm preparing. God knows when, because I'm busy, but um, it will come out soon, um, and I hope you will all enjoy it, guys. Back to today's show. Oh my God, did I torture those elves this morning? And they gave me an amazing lineup of things for today. In today's 100 Humans, I ask 100 humans to name something you might find on a person's arm. In today's Complete the News, we look at what what New York unveiled. Yeah, they unveiled something very special recently, and we're going to find out what that was. And if we have to, if we have time, we'll find out what a, an American congressman thinks has been banned for 60 years in the U.S. And today's unpopular opinion, I don't know why, maybe you guys can tell me, crazily popular. More people have voted on this unpopular opinion than practically any other we have done. It is that same-sex schools are bad for children. Same-sex schools are bad for children. Um, Nothing sexual about it, if you don't understand what a same-sex school is. It's where only boys go to this school and study together. Natch and I were trying to figure out how you say this in Spanish, and we can't figure it out. Um, uh, What what did you say, Natch? Que colegios de solo chicos, colegios de solo chicas. Bueno, será entonces, los colegios de solo chicos o chicas... Son malas or malos para niños. What do you think, Natch? Do you have a take on this? Do you have a hot take from Natchland? Well, I have to say false. Yeah, I was say false. <laughs> yeah you what? went to an all boys school? Yes. Ah, all right. Well, there you go. Um, and um, yeah, more of you more of you than I actually thought. And actually, actually really surprising results on Instagram there. And I did get a lot of messages. Guys, if you want to vote on our unpopular opinions... On, in nuestros pedo cerebrales <laughs> that, that I share daily. You can do that on my Instagram at arroba professional bohemian on, uh, on Instagram. Um, what else, guys? A big, big welcome and a big good morning to all the amazing people joining me live in the audience today. We've got Min from the Netherlands, Vero, Pedro. If you want to be as cool as those guys, very simply, you go to twitch.tv barra forward slash professional Bohemian. All right. Tell you what, guys. I'm here. You're here. Natch is here. Let's see what's going on in the world, shall we? Natch, say you have a decision to make. You can't decide between two options. What might you do? <laughs> what? 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 I, I, I didn't get it. Ten, tienes dos opciones para elegir y no puedes decidir qué, qué harías para hacer la decisión. What would you do to, to help you make that decision? Mm-hmm. It's the most common thing someone might do. Flip a coin. <laughs> Flip a coin, yes, sir. Give yourself a Probo approved. Probo approved. Natch is on fire. Natch is on fire. So, yeah, here we go. So, <laughs> you know, in a world of economic crisis where robots are displacing humans, 
where there are wars and famine and disease, what are scientists doing? They are discovering that coin tosses are not 50-50, apparently. Coin tosses are not 50-50. Scientists toss 350,000 coins and prove an old theory. This is from IF, iflscience.com. Coin tosses, commonly believed to have a 50-50 chance of landing on heads or tails, may not be as even as previously thought. Researchers analysed 350,757 coin tosses and found that the odds are slightly skewed. According to a model by American mathematician Percy Diaconis, a coin has a higher chance of landing on the same side it started from due to a phenomena called same side bias. There you go, friends. So there you go. If you want to slightly skew the odds in one favor, you just, you know, you, you call the uh, the side that is being flipped. Did you know this, Natch? No. Are you not slightly furious that um, this is what scientists are working on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How much will they get? Are they getting paid to do this, man? You and I could do this. Can we get funded to Natch and I to toss coins? That would be amazing. <laughs> I thought we already knew it wasn't a perfect 50-50. Dice aren't one out of six either, says Min. Ah, well, there you go. Well, now we know. At least the, the listeners of the Probo Show know. Uh, all right, what else? Oh, yeah, a fascinating um, little article I read. Kind of bias. But it it's given me an idea for a future unpopular opinion. So here we go. This is um, an article from the Nevada Independent saying that the Kids' Online Safety Act is harmful to safety and to kids. Let me um, dig into this a little bit. The article criticizes the Kids' Online Safety Act, more commonly known as COSA, uh, K-O-S-A, and similar state laws, highlighting their potential for unconstitutionally and technical, technical impractic impracticality. Okay, these laws aimed at protecting children online mandate stringent age verification, potentially infringing on privacy and freedom of speech. Oh, yeah, this is an American article. <laughs> if anything, we've got too much freedom of speech. Everyone needs to just shut up a second, <laughs> including me. All right, so this, um, this article kind of, uh, you dig a little deeper, and it says that most age verification doesn't work. Why? Because all you have to do is say yes, right? <laughs> yes, I am over 18. I mean, can you think of a viable way to practically stop kids from navigating any website on the internet other than watching them 24-7? You're a father, Natch. What do you, how, how would you deal with this? Uh, well, my kids are very young. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. going to come in the future. Yes. Bum, ba, rum, ba, bum, ba, bum, bum. What's that? Nothing, YouTube. <laughs> you know what I mean? How do you how do you practically stop your kids navigating? I mean, it's an amazing, it's an interesting question because we as um, uh, as internet users, we tend to, or at least I tend to, put the the onus on um, on platforms to police the content. Right? You've heard me say that a million times. Like, it's, if Facebook is helping people spread disinformation, Facebook needs to sort it out. Twitter needs to sort it out. Um, the, the, the platform itself needs to police that content. Whereas they would argue that they're not to blame and the onus isn't on them because users um, submit the content. But in this, it's almost impossible because all you have, the only safeguard you have is clicking, yes, I am over 18. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest with you. When I was under 18, if something was blocked by a wall, saying, asking me if I was over 18 or not, it would only make it more seductive for me to click on and see what was at the uh, at the other side. So an interesting, fascinating debate that probably will turn into um, an unpopular opinion further down the road. Let's see what Min is saying here. Joining us all the way from the Netherlands. Uh, the way is making the internet not anonymous by linking a personal ID. Oof. Imagine um, imagine how people are going to freak out about that. See, here's the thing. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if I had to just like flash a card in front of my webcam. This is me. I wouldn't mind that. 
But the but you know, you just know that there's so many people out there that would say, no, that's infringing my rights. You're putting chips in our brains. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, maybe that's a way. Just don't think that's something I want, says Min. No, but some, yeah, somehow in some way, we need to tackle, I mean, the internet. The internet as we know it, or as we've used it, has been what? It's a phenomenon that's um, probably around 20 years old, right? As we know it. I mean, the internet has existed longer than that. But people surfing, interacting, um, consuming um, consuming content, I would say around 20 years. So how the hell have we not solved this paradigm, this problem? Because there is a real, there is a real delicate balance between freedom of speech or freedom, your, you know, your personal freedom, and then what we should be allowed to access or what we should allow our kids to access. It's a fascinating, de fascinating debate, friends, coming, um, coming to a pro bush or near you. Maybe tomorrow, maybe the day after. Let's see. Um, and finally, we're going to wrap up, wrap up with this. Okay, I'm often, I've often been accused of being a globalist shill, <laughs> a, a socialist commie red, <laughs> a liberal brainwashed um, softy. Uh, and then I came across this piece of news, and now I'm voting Trump. No, I'm joking. <laughs> this piece of news, Oregon in the States, Oregon in Spanish, Oregon, come on. Oregon removes writing, reading, and maths mastery from high school graduation requirements. Yeah, you didn't hear that incorrectly. Oregon removes writing, reading, and math mastery, so a, a certain proficiency in those things, in those areas, from high, high school graduation mastery. Uh, translation elf, help me out here. Oregon elimina el dominio de la escritura, la lectura y las matemáticas del requisito de graduación en secundaria. Fu furious right now, aren't you? You're in your car going, oh my God. <laughs> Damn you, Obama. <laughs> All right, so let's dig into this article by the Washington Examiner. Not the Washington Post, <laughs> the Washington Examiner. Oregon State Board of Education has made a unanimous decision to eliminate the necessity for high school students to demonstrate proficiency in reading, writing, and mathematics uh, before gra graduation, extending this policy until 2029. The rationale behind this significant shift is the belief that traditional requirements unfairly disadvantage students of color, students with disabilities, and students for whom English is a second language. Oh, these liberals, these nasty, ooh. <laughs> All right. Okay, so I like you probably, I fell upon this article and I thought, well, how much truth is in here? And it turns out, you know, not very much. So the the um, uh, the law that they're stating it's called SB seven four four. This is why you shouldn't just read news headlines, right, guys? <laughs> you should actually go in and read the articles and then read the same story from various sources. Something that I try and do for you on this show, but you know you consume more news than just mine. I I hope. <laughs> So, yeah, whereas it does temporarily suspend the, the essential learning skills for reading, writing, and math, it doesn't, it, doesn't, um, it doesn't reduce the amount of credits you need in order to graduate. And in order to get, obtain these credits, guess what, friends? You need a minimum in reading, writing, and mathematics. <laughs> Don't be fooled by the headlines, friends. I was sent this article on Friday um, with with just like this outrageous big block of, of text. See, Rob, see what's happening to the world. <laughs> and it took, I took great delight in debunking it for him. <laughs> anyway, friends, on that note, so there we go. We've covered a little bit of education, a little bit of science, a little bit of um, a little bit of technology. Let's get into today's unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Oh, let's see what people are. Do we need to solve it, or do we need to change our education so they um, 
or horniest of us, those under 18 just know how to deal with pornography. Yeah, maybe. But it's not just pornography, I mean, there's also a lot of violent content on the internet that that disseminates, you know, a lot of kind of products that shouldn't be, you know, I, I guess shouldn't be accessible to um, people under the age of 18. It's not just a, a question of, um, of pornography. Um, Pedro says here, can I ask what would they need to demonstrate proficiency at then? Well, this is the thing. It's a clickbait headline that has sent um, a certain side of the political spectrum crazy because they read the headline and they didn't read the rest of the article. I mean, let's be honest, the rest of that article article doesn't really dig deep into the news itself. It's trying to portray a narrative. I had to see it from several sources before understanding the truth behind it. Okay, so let's get into today's unpopular opinion. Um, by the way, if anyone in the chat knows how to say a same-sex school in, um, in Spanish, please tell me. Uh, so today's unpopular opinion, today's brain fat, today's rayada, today's pedo cerebral is same-sex schools are bad for children. Los colegios de solo chicos o los colegios de solo chicas son malos para los niños. Okay. So, Natch, you went to a same-sex same-sex school, right? Yes, until uh, well, till boop. Well, when it was, it used to be boop. I don't know what's about no. until what age? Until uh, until fourteen. Until fourteen, and then you went to a mixed school after that. No, no. Then the girls were allowed to <laughs> to come. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not before. No, no. Not before. No, no. They were introducing all by little by little in different stages. Yeah, yeah. Viva España. Exactly. I mean, I assume they went to a school of their own, right? They weren't just. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, so, do you have a point of comparison in your life as as um, as an adult of what it was like to be in a same-sex sex school and what it was like to be in a um, what do we call it a co-ed school, like where where both genders mix? I I think for me it was different to have. I mean, I was only thinking of playing football. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have. I didn't care. Thank God there were no girls there. Exactly. You would have been playing netball. Much more easier. Around us. (laughs) For us. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, interesting, right? That's that's the weird thing about this topic, right? Because those of us with a point, most of us don't have a point of reference to compare the two. Whereas you hear a lot of people say, no, it's bad for children because they can't mix and they can't understand the way society works. How do you know? You probably went to a, a mixed school or you probably went to a single gender school. So, you know, you don't have a point of comparison. Um, we've got some comments coming in in the chat. Before we get to those, I'm going to um, I'm going to get to the pros and cons as given to us by the poor, tortured Proboshaw elves. So here we go. In the pro column, saying that single-sex schools are bad for kids. Um, first point, single-sex schools might impede the social development necessary for a mixed gender society. Interacting with only the same sex does not prepare students for future interactions in a gender diverse world, potentially leading to social awkwardness and anxiety. Not the case with Natch. Natch is, you know, we have to close the door to our office because there's just girls beating it down. Um, okay, so that's... I'm sorry, I'm going to stop joking about this because I'm going to get messages. <laughs> I'm going to get messages. Um, here we go, next. Um, these schools could reinforce gender stereotypes, like wanting to play football, etc. <laughs> they could reinforce gender stereotypes. When genders don't learn together, it's easy to or easier to perpetuate myths about gender-specific capabilities, especially in subjects like maths, science... Um, like science or maths for girls or and literature and art for boys. I mean, look, I studied, um, my degree is an arts degree. You know, I've worked as an artist. I mean, uh, you know, an artist in terms of, as, in terms of an illustrator, graphic designer. I've worked as a writer. I've worked as an actor. I've worked as a director. <laughs> Other than now, my whole, um, uh, 
my whole career has been based on the arts and I went to a mixed school. Did that contribute to my love and appreciation of the arts? Maybe, maybe not. Next, in the, um, in the pro column, agreeing that single-sex schools are bad for kids. Exposure to diverse perspectives is critical in developing empathy and understanding. In single-sex schools, students are limited to the views and dynamics of one gender, potentially leading to a narrow worldview. And finally, in the pro column, the real world isn't segregated by gender. Single-sex schools do not prepare students for the real world or for real-world environments in higher education, the workplace and society, where interacting with all genders is a part of daily life. Hmm. Okay. So there's... um, for those of you who voted true on Instagram, well, those are um, uh, those are some points that may ring true with you. In the con column, disagreeing with this point, saying single-sex schools are not necessarily bad for children. Here we go. Proponents argue that single-sex schools limit distractions associated with the opposite sex, such as social pressures or shyness, potentially improving academic focus and performance. Ironically, you know, I did do a little try and do a little research to get some conclusive scientific basis for this on, on either side, and I couldn't come up with anything conclusive. So this is everything that I share today is purely our opinions, friends. Bear this in mind. Okay, next. Disagreeing, saying that single-sex schools are not bad for kids. Here we go. Some educational research suggests that boys and girls learn differently. Single-sex schools might implement teaching strategies that significantly cater to one gender, potentially enhancing the learning process. Next. Single-sex schools can encourage students to pursue subjects typically dominated by the opposite sex or by the opposite gender um, uh, without fear of judgment or competition from the opposite sex. Hmm. And finally, here we go. Some students thrive in single-sex environment because they feel more comfortable or secure. This particularly noted during early adolescence, a period often marked by self-consciousness and identity crises. All right, those are our pros and cons, friends. Let's take a little look at the chat and see what um, our audience is saying. Vero here says, true, children need to be with other children of different sexes than their own. This way, they can understand that at the most basic level, men and women are not so different from each other. Can we get a Probo approved for Vero, please? Probo approved. Great point. That's a valid point, I think. Um, Pedro says, um, spot on, Vero. A significant part of our education should be about interacting with people from different backgrounds and obviously different genders. That's why I firmly oppose not only single-sex schools, but also home education. Oof, home education is another one we should uh, dive into on the program. Um, normally, arguments support single-sex schools are based on um, on incorrect concepts, such as teenage girls are a distraction for teenage boys, as if in the real world you're not supposed to learn how to deal with such distraction. Wow, let's get Probo approved. My God. Probo approved. Um, Min here says, let's increase misunderstanding and sexism by letting people not come into contact with each other. We've already seen how a, an online group like Andrew Tate can completely skew how one sex looks at the other. It seems like a horrible idea with only negative results. Uh, Pedro here continues, different learning and maturity paces might be true in some cases, but are not an absolute truth. Okay, so let's dive in to what people on Instagram said. And let me remind you, friends, that some of the most exclusive schools, not only in the country, but in the world, are single-sex schools. All right? So here we go. I, um, I asked people on Instagram, and they said, can you guess, Natch? Can you guess what they said? Mm, they said true. A lot or a little? Mm, a little. Yeah, this is. I think this, in, in your case, is confirmation bias because you went to a same-sex school. It was true, but by a lot. 83% of people said true. My God. My God. I mean, that is not just a little. That's a lot. So it's curious to me how, um, if we all have that feeling, 
of them being dangerous and bad. How when you meet someone who has actually been to a single sex school, they're just normal people. Do you know anyone in your school that, has, that you would say has suffered from being in, in only a single gender environment, Natch? No. No one. Yeah, I know a few kids that studied in single sex schools. Like in Britain, most of the top, top schools are single sex. A good friend of mine, Pete, another TV producer, he was um, he went to a single sex school. Just a normal dude. He's actually in education now, in a co-ed school. So interesting, fascinating debate, guys. We'll get back to it in just a few minutes. Thank you so much for being here. So, guys, um, we've got done the pros and cons. What I'm interested in now is your opinion, our live audience's opinion. You guys are the decision makers. Are single-sex schools bad for kids? All right, friends, so many things you could have been doing this morning. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me and the Natch, and it means the world. I'll see you in a few minutes. Hey guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind the scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. And you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. And what a show we've been having. We've covered everything from science to education. <laughs> um, a little bit of everything. Science, tech, education. We looked at the um, Oregon, the clickbait article. The real headline of this article is not that Oregon um, is removing reading, writing, and mathematics from um, from a ne- the necessity, as a necessity for, uh, for graduating high school. Because they're not. If you dig deeper into the news, the real problem here is that people read headlines from clickbaity, crappy news organizations, and they, they, you know, they believe they're the truth. Um, because, in fact, they haven't done that. Because you still need the exact same amount of credits, 24, in order to graduate. And you can't get those credits without being proficient in reading, writing, and mathematics. Um, then we looked at the um, a really interesting article politically skewed towards the right but make some good points about the kids online safety act being harmful to safety and kids i mean i'm not going to dig into um uh, into the nuances of the article i will post it on um, on my patreon for those of you who support me there and you can read it for yourself and then finally we uh, we saw that to- coin tosses are not actually a 50 50 um 50 50 um percent chances of success so when you toss a coin, is you're not really doing a 50-50 split. It's actually more like 50.8% in favor of the same side in which you um, flick the coin. It's called same side bias. And then we moved on to our unpopular opinion, which is same-sex schools are bad for children. A ton of you, a metric ton of you voted on, in- on Instagram. 83% of you said true. And it seems like um, our our friends in the live audience today kind of agree with you. The poll is almost coming to an end. Um, We'll get to the exact results in a second. First of all, I just really wanted to quickly um, dig into some um, comments I got from Instagram. This one from Maria. She says, I'm not a fan of single-sex education. I believe classrooms need to mirror real life. How do we expect kids to respect and understand each other if we keep them apart? Um, I think that kind of more or less mirrors exactly what Pedro in in our live audience was saying. Linda says, I honestly think single-sex schools miss the mark. Uh, Kids need to interact with everyone to build emotional smarts smarts as in emotional intelligence uh derek writing to us again what's up derek he says i don't see a big issue with single sex schools um it's an old school approach sure but um but it cuts down on distractions okay let me just dig into the chat because um we've got lots of um lots of other thoughts here to um to talk about okay let's um Let's dig into uh, what Min is saying here, our friend from uh, the Netherlands. He says, why are the cons, los contras, que me los elfos, 
Why are the cons assuming kids are basically troglodytes, incapable of handling the slightest sexual urge? Hmm. Different learning patterns is a problem with the education system overall. It's not like an all-guys school and an all-girls school have vastly different ways of teaching now. It's a true story. And surely as a kid you can control... I mean, I managed to control my urges <laughs> when I was at school. Yeah, no? It was, um, it was a 20-year dry period. <laughs> and I was fine. I was fine. <laughs> All right, let's, um, let's continue. Um, uh, yeah, we've got the trivia night coming up. If you want to meet me and some of your other favorite presenters, don't forget, November 1st, our host will be Alberto Alonso at Calle Amaniel number 23. Come and meet us there at 8.30 p.m. All right. Pedro says, Nacho is to the oracle or is the oracle because he attended single-sex school. He's the oracle because he's always been destined to be. True story. <laughs> it's not because you went to a single-sex school, Natch. It's because you were destined. It was written in the fabric of time that you would be the oracle. <laughs> Min says, yeah, but Natch went to an all-girls school. <laughs> he's the only guy in an all-girls school because he's the oracle. <laughs> How are you doing? Bridge joining us also in the chat. How are you doing, Bridge? Um, okay, so yeah, it seems to be on a whole, we all think, we're all of the opinion that single-sex schools are kind of, um, if not antiquated, but yeah, kind of bad for kids, right? And as I mentioned before, I did try and do some research on this. I did try and pick, um, uh, well, I did quite, <laughs> quite the search trying to find some academic papers with regards to whether this was actually good or actually bad. There was actually one I found. Let me see if I can quickly find it. That did actually show, you're not going to like this. <laughs> I'll warn you. You're not going to like it, especially if you voted. You know, true, they are bad for kids. A study conducted showed that male students attending single-sex schools outperformed their counterparts in mixed-gender classes by 0.15 of a standard deviation. However, all right, this enhancement um, in performance was attributed not to single-sex environment per se, but rather to increased student effort and study time. And these are kind of the results that are, um, you know, that are kind of seems to be espoused by most, um, most of the academic papers that I, I tried to read. It seems to be there is a massive dissonance between what we believe to be true and what is actually true with regards to same-sex education. Weird, but true. All right, so let's see what you guys said. I made the statement that single-sex schools are bad for kids, and you guys said... 100% true. Yeah. 100% true. How are we doing? Ravdos joining us all the way from the States. My God, Ravdos, it's early or late there. <laughs> By the way, it's 9 a.m. Central European time if you're joining us live. 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. for our friends in Hong Kong or the Philippines. Welcome, welcome. And a big special hug and kiss and a nibble of the ear to our godlike um, podcast downloaders. I thank you so much and I appreciate you. All right. So you said 100% true. So let's um, let's close off this topic. What are my final thoughts? It seems to be we as the public, because I also, prior to doing some research on this, wholeheartedly believed that single-sex education was, um, was in some way damaging or to the detriment of the kids that were involved in those institutions. But the scientific evidence does not bear that out. It seems that there is actually zero damage done or zero benefit in going to a single-sex school. So why do we have this, um, uh, this dissonance? A dissonance that did not exist maybe 20, 30 years ago. Because as I said, most of the most popular or most of the most important institutions, educational institutions, at least in my country, England, are same-sex schools. So how is this... Have we come to believe that um, uh, that gender or, or you know, that, that, that a mix in gender is, is much more important than it actually is? Because I think if you ask most kids, they would say no. 
right? <laughs> Do I believe it's in our net benefit for people to mix? Yeah, I probably would say true, like you. But I can't hand on heart say that single-sex schools are bad for children because we assume that single-sex schools keeps people segregated the whole time, never, ever see a girl. But that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. You get out of school, you go meet people, and probably a part of the, uh, 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 a percentage of the people you meet outside of school are going to be of a different gender. So whereas I don't think it benefits, I don't think it harms either. And those guys are my final thoughts today. Let's move on to 100 humans. Let's see what people are saying here in the chat. It's just about 3 a.m. Central here, says uh, Ravdos. Oh, it's 2 a.m. It's late, says uh, Ravdos. <laughs> Min says, that's a small increase in school performance. How do they do when it comes to jobs, finding partners, etc.? Yeah, I did do, I tried to dig into a lot of the socioeconomic impacts and I found nothing. That could either be that there's not enough research has been done on this subject or it could be that, you know, um, that there is no evidence to either way. Um, let's see what people are saying. The bridge says, oh, I shudder at that nibble. <laughs> For our podcast listeners, a little nibble of the year. <laughs> Min says, sir, this is 2023. You don't go out and meet people after school. <laughs> you go and watch TikTok and play games. Can we get a Probo approved for Min? <laughs> Probo approved. True story. <laughs> How does single-sex school work in a gender-fluid society? Yeah, true story. Yeah, it's a great question. It's a great question. These institutions still exist, though. And the question, you know, the question was like, does it, is it bad for kids? I can't find any evidence that it is. However, we as a society tend to sway towards the belief that it is bad for kids. It doesn't seem to be. Anyway, let's get into today's 100 Humans. Friends, it was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered 100 humans and I asked them all a question. Today's question is, name something. Nombra algo. You might find on a person's arm. Que podrías encontrar en el, brazo, en el brazo de una persona. Name something you might find on a person's arm. I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I'm in possession of the top seven answers right here. Your job in the live audience is to identify those top seven answers. All right. As customer, customary, we go to our oracle for the first answer. What do you think, Natch? A tattoo. A tattoo. Tatuaje. <laughs> no, don't worry. I'm not expecting for tatuaje and Ivorafo. All right. Okay, a tattoo. Um, Ravdos agrees with you. A tattoo. Is tattoo there? Tatuaje. Yes, it is. Well done, Natch. Well done, Natch. Well done, Ravdos. Tattoo is there. And with 53 of the 100 humans, it's a number one answer. Well done. Tattoo. Do you have any tattoos, Natch? I've asked you this. You said no, no. Right? Yeah, no, me neither. Me neither. Except for the prison ones. <laughs> for each elf I murder, I get a new teardrop. <laughs> so I've got about a thousand there. <laughs> All right. So tattoo was there. It's the number one answer. Well done. All right. Let's see. Um, Where, did, where were we? Tattoo? Okay. A watch. Pedro from Instagram says, a watch reloj. Is reloj there? Watch. Yes, it is. Well done. I'm starting I'm starting them off easy this week, Natch. The, the 100 humans are going to get more complicated as we go on. An easy warm-up for a Monday. All right, let's see. What else do we have in the audience? We have bracelet. Uh, bracelet pulsera, would you say? Bracelet. Oh. He was waiting since since I said tatuaje. He had his finger hovering. I can tell. <laughs> Bracelet, is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. First three answers, first three correct answers. You guys are on a roll. Okay, you've identified answer number one, number three, and number four. All right, let's continue. Um, hair, pelo. Hair. Is it there? 
Yes, it is. Well done. It's actually the second most popular answer with 11 of 100 humans saying you'll find hair on a person's arm. All right. Now they get a little more complicated. Something you would find on a person's arm. Oh, my God. The bridge out of nowhere <laughs> identifies what I thought would be such a simple answer. It would be almost impossible to get. The bridge says a hand. <laughs> is a hand there? Yes, it is, Bridge. Well done. Well done. I thought that would be almost impossible to get. So well done. Well done to you. Hand is there. It is the sixth most popular answer with four of a hundred humans. One of those answers that's so obvious you don't think of it. Well done. Congratulations to you. Um, we have muscles. Musculos. Is muscles there? No, it's not. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give you guys some clues. Here we go. For each murder committed in prison, Rob plucked one of his ha head hairs. True story. I only, you know, I only torture the elves. And they're infinitely replaceable. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, we have armband in the chat. We have humorous which is a bone, I believe, the humorous bone. Um, what else? Sweaty armpit. <laughs> a significant other, which is a great answer. But none of them are there. Oh. Okay. Let me give you. Um, let me give you a clue. Imagine you. Imagine you broke your arm. Imagine you broke your arm. What would um? What would uh? What would you do in all the in order for those bones to heal correctly. You might have to wear something. Hmm. Ravdos has an answer. Natch, do you know where it is? A cast. It's a cast. Well done, Natch. Well done, Ravdos. Yeah. You and Ravdos are in sync today. You're in sync, Natch. All right, final one. Final one. Um, You get these on your face. It's kind of cute. Normally, um, people with red hair have these, you know? <laughs> it's a bit of a random clue, but there you go. It's something you might find on your arm. Normally, more associated with something you'd have on your face. But, you know, it's possible as well to have them on your arm. Uh, Vera says pimples. It's not pimples. It's not pimples. Do you know where it is, Natch? I can't remember the name. In Pecas. Spanish? Peca. In English, we would say... Freckles, well done, Ravdos and the Natch. I'm surprised that Lunar isn't there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, Pekka, Freckle, well done, guys. Okay, so let's go down the list. I asked 100 humans to name something you might find on a person's arm. Nombra algo que podrías encontrar en el brazo de una persona. All right, here we go. In possession, in position number seven. With three of 100 humans, we had Freckle, Pekka. In position number six, we had a hand. <laughs> hand, un mano. Hand. In position number five, a cast. A ca How do you say cast in Spanish, Nat? Escayola. Escayola. Cast. In position number four, with six of 100 humans, we had a bracelet, pulsera. In position number three, we had a watch, reloj. Ten of a hundred humans said that one. In position number two, we had, a, with eleven of a hundred humans, hair, pelo. And finally, in position number one, congratulations, Ravdos and the Natch. It was a tattoo. Well done, guys. Well done. <laughs> Killing it. Let's go to complete the news. Complete the All right, my friends, it's time for Complete the News. I'm going to give you a news headline, un titular, but I'm going to leave out some important information. Your job in the audience is to identify the missing information from the three options I give you. If you're one of the people watching the show but you haven't interacted yet, this is your moment, friends. This is your moment, because all you have to write is A, B, or C. All right, let's get into this, Natch. New York unveils 
a statue commemorating blank. Nueva York inaugura una estatua que conmemora blank. Is it A, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Los Tortugas Ninja. Did I say that right? Yeah, okay, thank you. Is it B, Pizza Rat? If you don't know Pizza Rat, it became a rat became famous online for stealing or, or, or kind of carrying a, a big slice of pizza in the New York subway. Or is it C, the alligators, okay, man, alligator in the sewer myth. If you don't know that myth, the myth is that um, alligators, caimanes, they live in the New York sewer system. Woo! Here we go. So New York unveils a statue commemorating A, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, B, Pizza Rat, or C, the Alligator in the Sewer Myth. A, B, or C. Okay, the chat has given me, I think we have a, a consensus more or less here. What do you think, uh, Natch? A. You think A, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Can you name the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Natch? Yes. Go on. Leonardo, in Spanish, Leonardo, Rafael, Michelangelo, and Donatello. Wow, dude. Give yourself a promo approved, man. Promo <laughs> approved. That's the only way most people know famous artists. <laughs> First answers are always the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Didn't um, Leonardo da Vinci carry a sword? <laughs> All right. So let's see. In the chat, the consensus seems to be C. Alligator in the sewer myth. Let's see what the correct answer is. Okay, so New York unveils a statue commemorating... The answer was... C, well done, you guys. Yeah, it was actually the alligator in the sewer myth. New York City celebrated one of its most famous urban myths with the unveiling of a statue depicting the legendary alligators believed to inhabit the city's sewers. The sculpture located in Union Square features a life-sized alligator encircling a manhole cover, embodying the city's folklore. Well done, you guys. It was created by a Swedish artist named Alexander Kingspor. Kingspor. Klingspor. My God. I have enough trouble pronouncing Spanish names. Come on. <laughs> All right. Next one. Next one. I'm glad we've got time for two today. All right, here we go. A GOP congressman claims blank has been banned in America for 60 years. Hmm. A GOP congressman claims blank has been banned in America for 60 years. Is it A, Christmas, Navidad? Is it B, the Bible? Or is it C, kissing? Un congresista republicano afirma que Blank lleva 60 años prohibida en los Estados Unidos. What is it? Is it A, Christmas, B, the Bible, or C, kissing? Let's see what the chat is saying. Um, it could only be that stupid. Why would they do that, Assistant Bridge? <laughs> I mean, it's a beautiful myth. Why not? Celebrate the, 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 the city's uh, weird mythological history. Why not? I like it, man. I like it. All right, so GOP con Congressman claims Blank has been banned in America for 60 years. What do you think it is, Natch? A, B, or C? Uh, uh, C. You think C, kissing. He claims that kissing has been banned in America. Ooh, Ravdos, yeah, a lot of people here. I think B is the consensus um, among our chat. B seems to be the consensus. B being the Bible. What do you guys think at home? Hmm. GOP congressman, un congresista republicano, claims that blank has been banned in America, prohibida en los Estados Unidos, for 60 years, 60 años. Okay, so what is it? GOP congressman claims... The answer was B, well done! Kissing Natch... Kissing. Can I make a guess? You forgot the options and you just said a random number, a random letter. No, no, no. 
Uh, well done, guys, in the chat. There's no fooling you today. Two out of two. Well done, yeah. Uh, Republican, uh, Republican Burgess Owens made a controversial statement claiming that the Bible has been banned in the US for 60 years. Um, he was referencing a 1963 Supreme Court decision that prohibited school-sponsored Bible readings, not the presence of the Bible itself. The comment surfaced during a hearing discussing the removal of certain books from school libraries, labelled by some as explicit. The Bible. Let's be clear on something, friends. The Bible's not been banned in the States. <laughs> Guys, well done. Wow, what a show today. Wow, we have talked about so much stuff. We had some amazing um, and interesting news. I don't know. I find the, the science community, community's weird kind of conclusions and, um, and research fascinating. For example, that coin tosses have been proved not to be a 50-50 split. It's actually more like 50.8% split in favor of the side that is at the top when you flip the coin, just in case you want an edge on your competition. Then we, um, we, we took a little dive into the Kids Online Safety Act, as represented by the Nevada Independent, and one man who suggests that it's harmful to both safety and to kids. And then we went on to discuss, well, you know, do these measures, this click a button if you're over 18, does it really help? Does it really make a difference when it's so simple to pass? Um, uh, we looked at some clickbait um, with regards to the Oregon school system's decision, um, uh, well, as they would say, to um, remove writing, reading, and math um, uh, to, uh, to graduate from high school, which is a lie or a misrepresentation of the truth at best. An unpopular opinion, a hundred humans, complete the news. Friends, what a show. Uh, just a little reminder, there is no lunchtime show today. Andrea is filming, so um, uh, so there'll be a repeat, though. But guys, I'll tell you what, we'll be back. Me, at 8.30 tomorrow with more Probo Show Madness. Guys, so many things you could have been doing today. But instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me and the Natch. Thank you so much, and see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.